0: Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter Podcast for The Dragon Reborn. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend and co-host Steve.
1: You know, today, Will and I are each like a piece of an Oreo. And you listeners? Oh, oh. Well, you're the cream. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can direct Hello. your complaints chapter by chapter podcast at com. we won't answer them but at least you can put them somewhere how are you doing today steve
1: i'm doing good i'm feeling fresh i'm feeling spunky i'm feeling funky you look great thanks i'm
0: i'm looking through you through the standard definition screen that i have and I, you couldn't look better
1: i don't look at you anymore it's something i've learned <laughs> i i, I close i minimize the screen
0: i'm a dis. i'm just in disembodied voice to you now
1: you're just a you've always been that even in person,
0: uh, I guess so. Yeah, yep. There's this. Yeah. Hu-
1: there's a husk. There's a Will husk that sort of moves around. It <laughs> plays the drums. <laughs> drives me places I need to go sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Will as a as a human, that Will the personality, it's uh, disembodied. It's somewhere else. It's in this podcast.
1: We got chapter thirty nine for you folks.
0: Chapter thirty nine
1: threads. In the pattern, which I like, there's no way that that hasn't been a chapter name before. Threads think, in the pattern seems like so. It's like every every fifth sentence in the series they say thre- threads in the pattern.
0: Yeah, it wo- it's woven in the weave of the thread in the pattern. I think th- I think maybe the first season or the second season you just started rapping about threads in a pattern. I did. Was it about? I think so. Maybe that's just me? like a me. Maybe that's just like a fever dream that I have. I, I have a lot, lot of fever dreams. I have is just you rapping at me, very much like a Big Lebowski. You
1: gotta see a, you dream. gotta see a doctor, bro. I watched a Big Lebowski <laughs> the other night. Oh yeah, holds up. What the fuck? What do you mean? Yeah, it's not the first <laughs> time I've watched it in the last twenty years.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I Watch it very often. Yeah, you know, Marvel movies don't hold up like at all. They date I themselves disagree. almost immediately. They, I I th- I disagree with your they, disagree.
1: They how do they not hold up? What are you talking about? Because
0: the moment you watch it, it just feels like oh, I know what year this is from because this because they're making fun of the thing that was funny in 2012.
1: But what does that have to do with holding up?
0: That is, oh. it immediately dates your product.
1: But what does that have to do with it being good still?
0: It has everything to do with it being good. Once you once you feel like the date like the Big Lebowski
1: it, is set in the 90s
0: but you don't have any of those moments where you're just like oh this is such a 90s it doesn't it's not like uh one movie that came out during that t- during the 90s like Chasing Amy Chasing Amy feels like the 90s it's t- it's it's a good movie but it's like it dates itself
1: I mean Big Lebowski feels like the 90s like fucking 70% of the movie is answering machines <laughs> Yeah, you got me there. Yeah. And, like, and fucking Jeff Bridges is carrying around what is known as a cell phone or a car phone of sorts. A portable phone device in the 90s. And it's, like, a huge thing. And it's ringing constantly, and it's hilarious. (laughs) It's a great, it's a good bit. All right, everybody.
0: Chapter 39. Threads in the pattern. Threads of the pattern. Threads in the pattern. All right. So this is a big chapter. Lots of things happen in this chapter. I think we can break it down into two or three different events. There's like the beginning part with our Aiel. Yeah.
1: It's kind of two parts, right?
0: Yeah, kind of more like two parts. And I think I fucked up a little bit yesterday when I was talking about some of the shit that happens in this chapter. Because it blends together. I think there's a point right at the beginning of this chapter where... Egwane, Nynaeve, and Elaine, they just like walk off. They're going they're going on their quest to go look for a boat. That was should, that I feel like that's the point where last chapter should have ended. And then we would get picked up with uh them getting not bonked on the head.
1: Yeah, they didn't they correct. Yeah, they didn't get bonked on the head at the end. That happened in this. And there's also
0: a whole bunch of like little world building at the Aiel, Avenida and or uh yeah, Avienda. Avienda and you know her, 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 her mother's daughter's sister's friend.
1: She's my mother's sister's girl. And then David Lynch puts his hands in front of his face and moves, his, twiddles his fingers around. Yeah, that's the IEL move. But that called, is the thing with the IEL. There is up. a lot of mother's sisters, daughter. Uh, so you're like a t- second sister, twice removed, first sister, and then technically that means you don't have to pay taxes anymore yeah it's all it's all a tax evasion scheme <laughs> <laughs> and you can legally own three cars in, I think that's what <laughs> in yeah. one driveway or something <laughs> a horse you can have three horses
0: <laughs> a lot of benefits a lot of benefits i think it's that I think that's what they mean by threads of the pattern. There's so many threads that eventually tax man can't get you they get they get tangled up they get stuck Slip right through, yep. <laughs> Alright. So yeah, there's there's that kind of world building that they do, but the big thing that they talk about is their prophecy. He will he he who comes with the dawn. It's a cool sounding one. He who comes with the dawn. So this prophecy is basically their chosen one, more or less, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to guide this person is supposed to guide them out of the threefold land. They're the wastes. The wastes. The desert. And I'm here
1: to ask, why
0: don't they just leave?
1: It doesn't seem like much of an issue Uh, for them. (laughs) You wouldn't understand it. It's a whole it's a whole thing with the second sister's (laughs) brother daughter. Right? Yeah. No, it's not for you.
0: There's also they also like uh they 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 stress like who is the one that comes with a dawn through lineage. So it has to be blood of our blood, but not uh blood of our blood and of ancient blood, but not blood of our own.
1: It's very confusing.
0: It's, it's incredibly confusing. If you confusing. read
1: through the lines of what they're saying, what they're basically saying is Rand. But is it, yeah, they're much. weaving I think it, their it, own little pattern of bullshit, lies, and, and deception, and deceit. But really, they're just basically just saying Rand. Especially, there's a point in this where they start talking about, I women giving birth, and then it, it it was something like like your baby goes to another woman, and yeah, then you okay. have to like detach from it, and then the new then the new woman is gonna like sell is she gonna like trade your baby for like some eggs? Yeah, that that's a big part of it. The eggs have to come with it. Um,
0: <laughs> like I've got a passage. Eggs? I got a passage right here for it. Uh, it's from Avienda and she says if a maiden bears a child she gives the child to the wise one wise ones of her sept and they pass the child on to another woman in such a way that no one none knows who's the child it is every woman wants to foster such a child in hope she may rise hope that she may raise he who comes with the dawn so they're constantly just hucking babies back and forth hoping they get the chosen one i want this
1: baby no i got a good feeling about this one <laughs> I got, I got, I got a dozen eggs riding on this baby. <laughs> I need it.
0: It's like a Christmas. It's like a a, a Christmas uh, uh, gifts exchange. You know, like a Secret yeah. Santa sort of situation but with a baby, to, but with a baby <laughs>
1: and the possibility that he will ride with the dawn. I guess. And imagine just like putting all your eggs in that basket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and you're like positive that you're like this is the kid. This is him, and then he gets a little bit older, and he he uh, he just like starts playing starts playing guitar, and he gets in a band, and he names his band the Dawn, and he's like, <laughs> "I am he who rides with the Dawn, we and like it's a fucking like a whole hair metal thing, and everyone's like, "Rock on, man! <laughs> That's not what we meant, <laughs> but like, this is some good
0: tunes, bro." <laughs> uh. I think Avienda she gives a uh, she pledges a life debt to Nynaeve for saving her friend.
1: Well, not so Nynaeve does the the Healy heels. Yeah. On, Dylan, I believe is the name. Yeah, sure. Dalen? No, not sh- no, not sure. Fuck. Well, the name is Dylan. Ah, that's close enough. And heals her up from like certain she was dying. She was gonna die yeah so and then she heals her this is what the show took kind of Pretty i guess much and, and and put her her like resurrection powers and healing powers in like the third episode or whatever
0: <laughs> i think you, okay so you know what like actually you're very close i don't think it happens with dalen or dylan in this scene, it happens with Egwene when they get captured, and they get up. Well, and I do not to spoil that, this...
1: but it happens with both. Yeah, it happens, it happens with, with both. But Where the, the she's other just... one is more dead, Egwene is more dead. That's the next chapter, so we'll save that. No, that's just chapter. This all happens in this chapter. Oh, that is, you're right. That is. It's just the back half of this chapter. It's just back half of this chapter. So,
0: like when they wrap up the, all this conversation, and you know, baby's getting tossed around figuratively, and they're talking about the Lamont sin. You know, where he chopped down a tree, made made a stool from it. It was a nice IKEA piece. They didn't like that. And then it caused this whole war. And they were like, no, it wasn't really like a war to us. It was more just kind of like a like a like a like a rough sachet.
1: Well I don't even know what that means. I'm just saying words. <laughs> when Dylan was healed, it was like they they were sick and fucked up. But when Egwene was healed, or e- Elaine, sorry, Elaine, when Nynaeve healed Elaine, her skull was cracked, and she was bleeding out and like dying. Oh, it was not good. She was like either so dead it was or close So a whole other level. It. That's closer to Nynaeve's, like team res that she did. Her team resurrection when she resurre- resurrected everybody on the show. Yep. Yeah. It, that is really a parallel because it's the same way where it was like out of a, it was emotion. It was emotion that that touched Sidar. And yeah, it out. yeah. And then so I think we got a little bit ahead of ourselves with that, but yeah, because we before that's that happens way that happens like way later once they're captured.
0: Yeah, well, it doesn't really happen way later because this whole conversation only lasts about like three or four pages, and then they're like walking away, and then they get captured. They're walking to Jareen to find a ship.
1: They're the... headed to Jareen. Yeah, to find a ship. And then they get captured and are basically going to be sold off to Myrdral.
0: Yeah, which is yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Because I wonder who's brokering that deal. Who's the business Myrdral here? <laughs> <laughs> like someone, you know, like... Does he wear a suit? Someone's brokering something.
0: Yeah. How do, you, how do you strike a deer with... How, how do you strike a deer? How do you strike a deal with a mere draw? Well, we see... I mean, we literally see it in this chapter. Well, I think the deal is already done. I think they're just, like, showing up to kind of, like, fulfill the bargaining. The,
1: like, yeah. You tell them you got eyes at eye, and they show up.
0: And what happens is a whole bunch of badassery. The IEL show up. And they start doing, like, this whole... This is Sparta. Like, they're banging on their, banging on their shields and, like, thrumming on their... Spears, They're just doing all kinds of, like, war chants and stuff like that. Kill all these thugs. I don't even think these thugs are of anybody. I think they're just, like, brigands. Just random brigands. Yeah, they're
1: not really explained who they are. Except one of them is given a name, and his name is Coke. So I like to think of the other one named Pepsi. Oh, I like that. And there's another one named RC Cola. (laughs) Dr. Pepper is in there. He's a healer. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, and they also have like, there's, he has a bit of an accent, at least what I've heard in the audio book. He get gives him like a, an Irish accent, all of these brigands. Um, and then, you know, the, I, I they kick some ass, man. And then there's this whole conversation, uh, because some of the I when they were in battle died. And what happened to be one is the, the one, one that, that they healed, that they healed, uh, daily. Dylan and Nynaeve is pissed about it. Rightfully so. She's like, You made me go through all that work? And
1: they're like, Well, you know, death death happens. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> we we brushed over so when like when they come to first Egwene wakes up and when they're captured. And they Egwene is there's a lot of there's a lot of Egwene in this moment and she's she sort of puts on her deerstalker cap and she goes all Sherlock Holmes sneaking around. And she this is how we find out that they're being sold off to to Myrdil. um this is basically this is how we find out everything that's that's going on and we also find out that the way that they were all like drugged and supposedly subdued for hours is uh a root called i think cureol or Heal Healall or something like that cureol root yeah, it's like Tylenol. And a little wine, and cureall is basically like Tylenol. It'll heal, it'll fix your headache, and and then a little wine, and Coke is out there just yeah. like, oh, my grandmother taught me this one. Oh yes, oh she always said this one would keep out a wee little potato for a whole fortnight, and <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> once naive and Egwene sort of put this together, they're just like, not only are these guys dumb as fuck, but. How do you feel right now? Because I feel great. My headache's like gone. And I'm ready to do like, a jig. I don't even feel like I was bashed over the head, bash me over the head again, quick, right now. They're bashing each other over the head in the in the dungeon and no one even hears them. Then they're like, Elaine, how do you feel? And she's on the floor twitching. She's gurgling blood. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of oh, how no! it, That is kind of how it plays out though. Because by the time they do sort of go to wake Elaine they realize that it's things are rough and then Nynaeve panics gets emotional saves her that way no one notices which i did like that robert jordan pointed out it, it it just said like i mean if they had heard them no one's like no one's reacting so they probably didn't hear them yeah and then what i found interesting or what was cool is that Nynaeve then channels Nineine I think or I think it's Egwene. I don't know it's one of them they channel a tiny little thread worth of the power to go into the lock to break the lock on the door yeah and also to keep it so tiny that the Murral can't pick up on it but the Murral do even pick up on it
0: they pick on they pick up on it just like a little bit they're like do you feel like I think they say that they're twitching a little a little twitching of the knee. Like, do you feel a little bit of one power in you? Yeah, Mirror draw is like, yeah, a little bit. But, like, you know, that's kind of normal. Maybe somebody's.
1: <laughs> no, that's not bro. how it goes. <laughs> that's they how go, I are you it. sure they're knocked out? Because I feel a twitch. <laughs> and Coke is like, yeah. This is when he goes, yeah, me, me gran. Me gran always told me a potato all sleep. And they're like, what is this accent? What did he say? Did you, did you catch any of that? <laughs> not even and wait for their 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 moment for when the well they didn't know the I.E.O. were there, but the no. IEL were there, and they capitalize on that moment and they burst out and basically just start shooting beams out of their hands and like vaporize everyone.
0: Yeah, it's a complete, it's a complete, it's a com- it's done on accident. This coordinate coordinated attack between our Isodide ladies and the the IEL, it just all happens at once as soon as they burst the door opens burst the door open they're just like hoping that they're going to get out and then the IEL bursts through the walls basically and start just wrecking havoc
1: they sort of just come out of nowhere because they're all sort of like hiding like there's one in the corner that has a lampshade on right and he's been a lamp the whole time no notice he takes the <laughs> lamp off and 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 he's there, and then there's one that's like he was a rug, right? He was just laying down on the on the carpet like a bearskin rug, but he was a man. Yeah, and everyone just thought he was a carpet. But he hops up, and he's a warrior. Yep, one guy is a chair. Yeah, and he's
0: just, he's just squatting real weird, <laughs> real weird, and people are sitting on him. And he's just staying real still. See, these Iel man, they're st- they're sneaky. They do get introduce a really cool character. uh, after this whole attack, and you know, after we see that Dalen has been killed, uh Ruark, who looks like he's like a, a main player. I like Ruark in, in this in this set. Yeah, he's kind of like not to bring Fremen back, but he's very much like a uh like a Stilgar in a way.
1: Yeah, he's sort of a strong well, they're all strong, but he's sort of uh a leader of the IELTS or, or not really, but shown as well. Like he, he gives us an exposition dump. Him and Avienda, between the two of them, give us quite a a little bit of dump. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's they give us a little a, bit of it? dump here about uh, the Aiel. Uh, mainly that Aiel don't like horses, and that they can all run fast and think that they can run faster than a horse.
0: Well, I have news for you. <laughs> it,
1: it's not that they don't like horses; they don't like riding horses because yeah. they think that they can outrun horses. The I.E.O. seem very cocky, but Rurak sort of he he sort of clears the air on that a little bit, and he sort of comes in and he's like, "Listen, I'm a, I'm I'm a lot older than these guys, right? I'm 31, so <laughs> I've been around for a while. <laughs> I've seen some in, things in my culture. That's like you're you might as well be dead." Well, he so he does say that yeah that the younger the younger ones basically all they all have something to prove and they all they all want to fight death they all don't don't fear it so they, yeah. they want to take they want to take on a mirudro and he's like look man I've danced with the devil in the moonlit light way too many times I'm all danced out when the mirudro are fighting they're all three of them are like back to back with their shadow blades. And it seemed, it was a, it was a, it was really cool imagery. But then, I, like, I, am Nynaeve must be, like, one of the most powerful, because she not only healed Elaine's fractured skull, but then channeled, like, she channeled, like, a death beam that vaporized the Myrdrels. Yeah. It's a life beam, I suppose. But she basically shot, like, a, a white beam out that uh, then they
0: were gone. Yeah, like a giant bar of light, and they just like, it, and Egwene thinks it's like it's like she's shooting like a giant ball of balefire.
1: Yes, balefire is what it's called. Afterwards, yeah. we we are told that it it was balefire, right? I think it, yeah, I think it is balefire. At least I don't know what is. I think balefire? they're like that's balefire. I've never seen it before, but that's balefire. What is Balefire? <laughs> not quite sure. Check the glossary. So
0: that's, that's what I'm calling that. That's what that is. So yeah, it, she's got to be one of the most powerful because, and that would make sense with the way that she's presented in the show. If they're going for something here with the show,
1: yeah, because the show makes her. The show presents her to be also the most powerful. So,
0: like almost more powerful than Moraine. If not, yeah. If not, if not already more powerful than Moraine. If not, like, accidentally so.
1: They I think it's very important to note here that as they're heading out with these Aiel, right before they do, they chow down. And we got a little spread. We got some flatbread. Oh, yeah. We got some cheese. We had some dried goat. Now, it is important to mention here that all of it tastes like shit. And all <laughs> of it is very stale. The, the goat is very tough. Very dry. The Ayel wouldn't have it any other way. The cheese is very hardened, covered in blue veins. White cheese, blue veins, normally mm. be pretty good, but you want that's a softer cheese. The flatbread is hard and it's crunchy, but I think still a good meal. Ultimately, you get it in you. You're ready for your adventure, and I'm just happy to see our our friends eating bread and cheese again. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's good. It's like, that's, well, I'd be worried about the dreams later. That's probably going to be
1: a thing in the next chapter. I'm not worried because I want them. (laughs) This is is the reason why I want bread and cheese in their bellies. I want, I want to go in, I want everyone in Teleron and I want to, I want to have a party in there. (laughs) Egwene gets a new horse. Its name is Mist, which is a cool name, but, nah, it's kind of cliche. I mean, how many Mists have we met? Not in, like in this, se- like, but in any fantasy series, there's like a bunch of horses and like other bullshit that's named Mist. Yeah. The Rurark, R- I think it is, when they're sort of at the en- end of the chapter here, he says something along the lines of, I hope we meet again before the change. What does that mean? Means he's gonna go change his clothes real quick.
0: Werewolf? Oh. Werewolf. Right? This series is is due for a werewolf or a vampire or something like that. Well, I mean we're a parent. We basically have werewolves. That's that yeah, that's basically a werewolf. I want him to be a wolf though. I want him to like <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. Get turned into just all fur and howl at the moon. I mean I think does, ah that's yeah, he probably does that already
1: maybe i i i think if anything before the change, maybe it's in reference to the i e o getting out of the waste, I think it's more of like a term of i think it's more like
0: a term revolving around the cyclical nature of the wheel of time, you know like in Could be. But it also uh, could
1: be some crazy IEL shit. We just might it could be
0: could be a IEL shit. So I don't know. I don't know
1: who's changing who. What's getting what's everybody's changing into? He's talking They're about just... like a newborn that they have. Like, <laughs> I will see you before I have to change a diaper again because my hands get all covered <laughs> in shit. I hate it. When I have to take a bath. It's a nightmare.
0: Then and I think that's it with the with our IEL friends. And then they leave the they the I I say die ladies. They leave the camp. They go to a new town where they find a new ship called the Darter. The data,
1: not the Which daughter. Is, the Darter.
0: It's a. I mean, it's just. It's a big old boat that looks like a cigarette. <laughs> this is a big old dart. <laughs> a big old dart, bud.
1: <laughs> well, the captain of this boat talks about the last boat. Yeah, that's that stuck on a rock, and he's like, that, the, "The one dude that got still stuck there. Around, it's not stuck on a rock. It's stuck on a boat." a oh, boat on stuck on a boat, boat a sunken yeah. boat. And it was called the blue the blue, crone? blue crane. Blue, blue crane. Blue crane. Yeah. And and what was that guy's name that drove that boat? Isol Dor oh, or mi- something?
0: Millie Millie Millian Millian something like that.
1: That was not his name. It was like Isol It was like door. Anyways, this guy is anyone. talking a lot of shit about that captain. Oh yeah. It's great. They it's know each funny. other for a while. He's like, ah, oh, I saw what Ais- I door stuck on the boat. It's funny. This is hilarious. I put it on Twitter. <laughs> I I love like getting into like the scene of of ship captains
0: and just hearing all the all the all the smack talk that We're they have against each other. We're I I love it, man. I I want to get into the ship captain scene. I just want to know more, like of uh, you remember, like uh, what was it. The guy that they first landed a ship with in uh, Eye of the World. Doman. Doman. Like, probably these guys know Bale Doman. They probably got drunk with him. I mean, they're like, that fucking guy.
1: They all went to boat school together.
0: Oh, boat school. They were all 16. Got the boat learners. (laughs) (laughs) That's it.
1: You get your learners crew. Spicy romances. All right, well, that is it for this chapter. Thank you for listening. Uh, go follow us on all the stupid fucking internet things. You know Twitter, what it is. Chapter by chapter, Instagram, a chapter by chapter podcast, and we will see you back here tomorrow for that same Matt time on that same Matt channel for Ooh. chapter forty, a hero in the night. This podcast is supported by Patreon. A huge thank you to our executive producers, Big Cheese Daddy. If you two would like to support the show, or if you just like your name read at the end, you can head on over to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter.